Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network for our continued coverage of The Amazing Race, season 34. We're here to talk about a very depressing episode, um, at least for me. Um, I know Chris is sad too, but we've got a very sad episode. Team, we didn't want to see lose, lost, and we're very sad about it. And but we have other things to talk about. We've got. People who showed up, Aubrey and David are on the screen, so we can talk about them and the other teams, anything. Um, but anyway, we're going to talk about episode seven, The Amazing Race, the French medieval episode. And I'm Rossi, and I'm here with someone who hasn't been here for a while, but she's back. She's ready to talk about this episode and how she's stealing the points away from the rest of us. <laughs> Kristen, welcome. Thanks for having me back. And the number one. Aubrey fan in the world is here to talk about her. Jared, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, it's been it was a good episode. It's been a good week, and yeah, Aubrey and David are coming coming to the forefront. No longer in the background. <laughs> yeah, we're like final six. We'll, we'll show them at some point, I guess. But yeah, yeah, they're they're a standout episode, I guess. I mean, we saw them, so that's a big jump up. <laughs> But yeah, uh, like you said, I thought this was a fun episode. Obviously, uh, at some point in this episode, the editors were like, okay, we're just going to make it a race between everyone except Glenda and Lumumba. But I still thought it was such a fun episode. I thought there was a lot of fun to be had. The challenges were kind of cool. And despite the fact that it kind of felt early on, you knew who was going home. It's still something. It was still enjoyable to watch. Um, Kristen, what were your, your overall thoughts of the episode? Yeah, I had fun. I liked the uh, I liked the tasks too, but I kind of feel like these tasks were kind of actually what like Derek and Claire were saying that like you couldn't really jump ahead that like that much on anything. Like everything kind of was taking each team the same amount of time. So the uh, like the navigating seemed to be the only thing that really changed positioning, which I didn't love, but like I I liked it and I I love the locations they're in this season. Like I think that everything's been been pretty fun. Jared, what about you? Did you enjoy this episode as much? Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I agree that there probably wasn't heaps of room to overtake on the actual challenges, but I still thought the challenges themselves were strong and actually interesting to watch. Uh, and I just love that, I mean, apart from Glenda and the Mumba, like everything else was so like up in the air. Like this, the order throughout this leg changed so many times. Like it was crazy. The one thing about the like, like you brought, Kristen, you brought up what Claire said about the challenges and I totally makes agree and totally makes sense. The crazy thing though, is that the navigation, which is like the part where everything changed, it got confusing, people yeah. were like lost. The one problem was that everyone got lost. It wasn't like, yeah. like 
the amount of times at the end of the episode where it's like, no, we got to turn around. We got to turn around. <laughs> Every team had to turn around. It then like eliminates the overtaking because everyone's just lost. Yeah. Well, so and it was if, a, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say, like, if this if this race ends up coming down to navigating, like the brothers are going to win. Like they're the only people who know how to navigate. So. And even they got lost like yeah. at some point, like they got to like a, a dead end or road turn or something like. Yeah. It just was like the one thing that was making the episode like super compelling kind of yeah. got made it was made moot because everyone got lost all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fun to enter like entertaining to watch just like it's hard to overtake when everyone just got lost. And we had some navigation issues like uh, Quentin and Maddie were good this time. They didn't mess up that badly. Um, but it was like Aubrey and David, they were getting so messed up, not having to read the map. And then like. They just got so confused. They're like, Derek's at the beginning was like, just follow us. We know what to do. And then they're like, no, they don't know what to do. And they just followed. It was a mess of navigation, like across the board. Thankfully, I don't think anyone did. Uh, can we get step-by-step turns for the directions? So Those maps are so big, though. Like, I don't understand. Like, I understand that maps are big, but, like, are there no, like, smaller maps like you said these people can't even fit the map in the backseat of the car like it looks very very complicated <laughs> they're at the end like when they aubrey and david like sprawled down the car yeah. she's like pointing to the thing and i'm like i don't see a road like i paused it i was like where's the road <laughs> to get it was just trees like i'm sure that it's easier to see when you're there but like it was just, like, weird. Like you said, it's so big that you don't even see the roads at a certain point. It's like, what? Yeah. How are you supposed to get there? <laughs> Fun episode. I thought this was really great. Um, and apparently, Jared, those 45 minutes made a real difference in this episode. Yeah. They did. But then at the same time, I'm like, but they didn't. Like, they did in the fact that, like, Glenda and Lumumba, there's zero suspense. You never see them at another challenge with anybody else there. Um <laughs> But then for everybody else, like everybody else was able to make up like 15 minutes. Like there was, it was like similar that we've seen kind of in the past couple of episodes that we get to like the like detour and like everybody's there. Um, so they just must have like, Glenda and Lumumba must have got, like we saw them get lost and get bogged. Um, but clearly they got really lost and maybe the tractor lady didn't take just five minutes to uh, to come and bail them out. So yeah, the, the penalty... I think fair from the last leg based on how the other teams 15 minutes behind were able to catch up. Yeah. Just uh, rest in peace. They, they just got like unlucky there, I guess, or they just assumed that they were out of it or something. I don't know. Um, it's so hard to judge. I, I was really curious this episode of like how far behind were they? Cause like at the end it was like, Oh, this challenge is so easy. And they like got it one, two, three. It's like how much, did they edit out like how far behind were they really like an hour like several hours um, yeah the the like lighting didn't seem that crazy like sometimes you know you get to the end and it's like pitch black out <laughs> you know it's been like eight hours like that wasn't a big thing um on, I listened to their eggs interview on Rob as a podcast before I got on here and they said that um it took about 35 minutes the whole like bailing out of the ditch so that is actually not bad she was like there's no triple A that would ever come that fast in America. So um, that seemed to be good. Um, but they didn't seem like they were like hours and hours and hours behind. Like, I don't know if they had like left first and they hit the same issues if they 
like would have still come in last. It's hard to tell, but I don't think that they were, you know, like four hours behind. No, yeah, the the, the sun was still in the sky. Yeah, uh, the pit stop greeter was still there, like <laughs> all the hallmarks of like yeah not being too crazy. Um, yeah, it's just it's just unfortunate that like from the get it was like they were they were eliminated almost like from the start. Um, yeah. Like we we like Jared said, we never saw them. Uh, they were always saying we never know what happens. Someone could like mess up. It's just like, but you you just kind of felt that it was them. Yeah. When when Glenda was like, who knows what's gonna happen? We fell into a ditch and I didn't see that coming. It made me laugh so hard. <laughs> yeah, the inter- they're internal. so. I love them so much. Like I can't explain how much I love them. My eternal optimist is like. Yeah. They're yeah. so cute. And, like, credit to them. Full of, like, positive energy, like, yeah. throughout the whole thing. Like, they were, like, never in doubt, like, that they mm-hmm. could come back. Like, which is obviously what you want to see. Like, if you're, like, the last team, you don't want to be like, well, we're out of it. And then, like, give up. Um, looking at Shuri here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, they didn't want to give any of that negativity any power, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't, don't breathe those energy in here. Um, yeah. Uh let's start at the beginning of the episode. Um they were already in France, so they just started there. Um saves us effort to to navigate, but and like instantly I was like, Oh, Aubrey and David are gonna be stars because they finally started talking about something other than uh David's a mechanic. I was like, Oh, big episode for them. <laughs> and it was like a minute in. Uh and I and I was definitely right. They were they did have a big episode. Um one other thing, Jared, that I we talked about a few episodes ago was the the we talked about the car phrase that Michael and Marcus had mm-hmm. of the that stupid phrase, um, <laughs> and then you brought up the like the cool, calm, collected thing. Yes. Did you catch Quentin's new interpretation of it? <laughs> I I did. I did. <laughs> I just appreciated that he got the collected bit right. I'm like, okay, we're doing good. You can add stuff in, but just make sure you get that bit right. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was. An update of the original, not this like remix collective version or whatever. Um, I, f- I forgot the exact order of what he said, but it was cool, calm, cute, and collected, um, <laughs> which is a fun. I've never heard that, so it's a fun take on that. I like that, and I thought of you instantly when I, when he said it. But so teams have to navigate to where the roadblock is this this ca- X castle in the land of whatever Phil said, like five thousand castles or a thousand castles. I, I missed the the line. Um, and it proved to be initial, like, big challenge of the whole episode was navigating, like we said. And this was just the start of it. Um, you have, you know, some of the teams going ahead and they're just, like, kind of just, we'll figure it out as we go. Aubrey and David just figure it out as we go, which doesn't work. Uh, some of the people are trying to find it on the map. And then the big thing in this first chunk is Derek's strategy of, like, just encourage teams to follow us. <laughs> I love so that. that- if we're wrong, at least someone's <laughs> with us, um, which is a good strategy, but it just seems so random. He's just shouting out the car window like, we know where we're going, follow <laughs> up, like like a parade almost. He's trying to lead everyone. Um, he's coming in clutch with the strategies. Kristen, was this a, a smart move for you? Yeah, I thought it was really funny, like, because that screams like somebody who's done reality TV before, like, likes playing these kind of games, like that he... Didn't because I mean that makes sense. People will get lost out in the middle of nowhere by themselves, and they never like they know they're in last. It's like if we can at least keep somebody 
with us in last, like we're fine. And I, I actually liked it. And Jared, was this better than the uh, running in the sand strategy from <laughs> or or is this better? I think this is better. And it was again, it's I think what works well is like the pairing of them in this moment where like Derek's yelling out to everybody to follow them. And then you've got Claire like, like, what are you doing? Like, you're such an idiot. Like, we know where we're going. Don't like tell anybody to follow us. And it's kind of like, well, well, do we know where we're going? Um <laughs> And good thing they did. I just love how, like, let's follow them. They're going the wrong way. They're turning around. We're turning around. Like, it was just so good. Yeah, and then, like, um, was it Aubrey and, and David were, like, telling Lewis and Michelle that they knew where to go? Or, like, they're, they're, like they were like, follow us. And they're like, they're going the wrong way. Why would we follow them? <laughs> um, it was just it was just really great. Um, and, like, Derek tries to pull strategies like this, like, every every chance that he gets. And so... It's it's pretty enjoyable. I, I'm I'm glad that they're here for this season. They're bringing a lot of joy. Um, so eventually, once teams get there, we have a lot of confusion. Um, it's the roadblock challenge, which is they have to like memorize the family tree, and then like go down. Like they see the family tree, and they have to go down the castle, and then solve whatever question is based on like solve the quiz, I guess. Uh, but if not, they have to go back and do it again and again and again. Um, I like the way that it was set up. Not the most interesting challenge itself. The visuals were super cool, like going up the castle and everyone's like running up the stairs and they get the view and they have to go down. Like cool challenge. I think that maybe a little too simple in some ways, but uh, some teams did struggle. Kristen, what were your, your kind of thoughts on this? Yeah, I agree. I like when they, when the first person got in there, I think it was Michelle, um, when she got in there and she was like, oh, I can't memorize this. I was like, yeah, that's clearly the strategy is do not even, you can't even look at the board. There's too many names. You're never going to remember anything. Go find out what the task is. Um, and that's what she did. And then like they're memorizing everything. And I didn't realize until a couple of teams in that, like there were only five flags and five names, like at least throw like some red herrings in there, like throw a couple extra names in. Like, I think that that was what made it too easy. If they had like 10 names and the five flags, that might have made it at least more of a challenge that they'd have to remember more. Um, but I did like, I love how every single person had their own interpretation of like little mnemonic devices of how they could remember each word. Like I thought those were really cute of how each person like made up random like English words from these names. I, I thought that was cute too. But yeah, there, there was not much uh, chance for a lead change, which is the part that I don't like. I think they did make it too easy, but it, it was fine. Well, it was like a worse version of that challenge last season where they were like, wait, like Michael is the only person that really messed up. He was like, he was oh, watching from be- like down the hill. Like he was looking <laughs> up at the flags from like, <laughs> I don't even know how he got there. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, it must, the answers must be on the, the wall as I rappel down <laughs> the side. And yeah. he's like looking up in this, like it was, he completely overthought this challenge and so i guess he's the only reason that there was any overtaking in this challenge really yeah uh, jared what were your thoughts on it yeah i thought it was good i agree that it could have been improved but we did get some good moments i love that michael has become this like two episodes back to back this person who is so attention to detail orientated when he doesn't need to be um and then I love the fact, too, that we had, like, I think, like, the only person who really stuffed up on, like, the second try was, like, David being, like, oh, I only re- me- memorized the male names. I didn't even think to, like, memorize the, feel na- the female names for, like, these crests. Um, 
So that was a good moment as well. But I agree with Kristen. I feel like it could have been made better if, yeah, either there were more names there or otherwise, even if this family tree was cut down to like, I don't know, like 20 shields or something. So people may have like tried to remember something. So we might have got some different strategies up the top. Yeah. Um, so I think it could have been improved, but I thought it was like, it was nice to look at. There was enough drama and fun moments of yeah, them trying to remember names. Uh, I love Michelle's whole like chapstick thing for like remembering one of them was great. Um, <laughs> so there were good enough moments that I feel like it was okay. Yeah, I like I like that you said that like if they cut it down, maybe people could have had other strategies because that is true. Like the way they did it where there was like a hundred names up there, you literally couldn't do anything else. You couldn't do anything but go look at the puzzle after the first attempt and then mm. most people got on the, sec- on the second attempt. So it was like they made it overly straightforward when they didn't have to. I think that was a... Yeah, that could have been a good way to improve it, too. The one hesitation I have of, like, doing 20 is that you'll get this situation where it's like, okay, you memorize, like, 10, and I'll do 10, and then we'll go down and we'll, like, I just worry that if it's too small, then everyone's just like, okay, I got, like, these, and you've got that, and let's see if we can get, like... But, like, at Mm. least there would have been different strategies. Like, I think that's, like, that was Jared's point, is that, like, every single team did the exact same thing because, like, it was the only option for strategy. Yeah, I just think it was so, like, it was very obvious that, like, you're not going to have to remember this <laughs> this family tree with, like, yeah. 100 different crescents. They're not going to make you do that. So clearly to go down and find out what, what they're asking in particular and then come back. Yeah, the only thing that, like, kind of sucked as well, part of it is, like, some of them only had, like, one crest and, like, one name. Like, X person, I guess, didn't get married or didn't have children or mm-hmm. whatever. So it's like, well, obviously, like, once you go down, you're like, okay, don't have to look at any of that. Don't have to look at it. Like, it just cuts. You can, like, eliminate so much as well from the first, yeah. like, go around. Um, but, but it was, like, a very, like, Michelle had the, the, the perfect strategy of how to do the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know this. I'm just going to go. Like, and she was in the lead. She had the comfort, like, factor of it all. Yeah. And then, like, like you said, Kristen, the mnemonic devices or you know, whatever method she used, like, she just had the strategy for it, and I guess everyone just kind of followed suit, except for Michael, who (laughs) was trying his own, his own way of doing things. Something else I thought was funny was, like, when they started rappelling down, like, their teammate was like, yeah, you got this, and they're like, I don't know anything, (laughs) like, because it was like, wow, you came out of there so fast, they're killing it, and it's like, every single person was like, no, I know literally nothing, which I love that, too. And it, and it means nothing like this per- the person not doing the challenge has no basis of what you're doing like yeah they read the little bit from the info yeah. the clue but like they don't know what you're doing in there it could be like actual people or you know so like yeah it meant nothing. yeah but it was funny and like I think Michelle some of it was just like sitting like she was just like not repelling she was just like <laughs> sitting and letting them take her down yeah um, so seeing everyone like try to, to get down the wall was kind of funny too like all their attempts as well um but yeah once teams got that they have to navigate to another place which has caused for so much chaos like this is probably another big chunk of the episode was like all this navigating between these two challenges in in this whole process we also get the great but equally terrible scene of glenda and lubumba getting stuck in the ditch on the side of the road um, I, I always thought, I thought it was weird because at one point in the episode she said oh I don't want I've got to be careful driving right here I don't want to get stuck in a ditch and I was like that's <laughs> a random thing to throw out randomly but okay I didn't even catch that and then I 
And then, she, like, and I was like, oh, and then she, and it's like, oh, my God, that's why she said it, because they fell in a ditch. And I was just like, this is great. Obviously, like, the whole camera's losing focus, and mm-hmm. it was just, like, so <laughs> tense. And then you, like, you're, like, not sure what's happening. And then all of a sudden, you see the car just, like, <laughs> down the hill, and, like, the the tires are up in the air, and, the like, the, the cameraman and the crew, they're just, like, holding the door, and, like, the, these people, hurry, hurry, hold the, the front of the car so she can get out like it was a little bit of an over dramatization but it was still like such a wild scene like the the whole editing of it and everything Kristen has had to be such a highlight for the episode well first of all like I would definitely do this like I would fall into a ditch like I am not a great driver and I would absolutely have done this um second I it actually may not have been as over dramatized as it seemed based on um, their exit interview on Robin's podcast. Um, Glenda said that the ditch was much deeper, much further down than it looked on camera and that the car got stuck on like a rickety wooden pole and that's what was holding it up. So that's why they were afraid to like get out on their side because if they got out and like the post gave out or something, then they would be falling like with the car into the ditch, which is like, you know, they could literally die. Um, so that's why they like made them come out the other way just in case anything happened. But apparently it was much deeper than it looked from what we could see on, on camera. I mean, it looked kind of like she just got stuck in a little pothole or something like, yeah, it apparently it was way worse than that. Well, um, yeah. But like, cause the, the man that was there with them, I, for, I don't know who it was with like camera or crew, whatever. It was just like panicking. He's like getting this, these like locals to like yeah. hold down the car. It, it hearing that like I can sort of see like like I'll have to watch it they don't want anybody to get like injured on their time either like production like can you imagine like the show would be over if they had somebody like get like very seriously injured on their show like I don't know that they could continue immediately like they really really don't want that to happen so I get that like the production would be particularly scared too Jared talk about it scene in the show episode it was just it was so good for the fact that, <laughs> like the 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 camera like cutting out, and I'm like, okay, like, and then we like go to commercial, and like, I'm and I'm sitting there, I'm like waiting, I'm like, okay, they're gonna come back, and like it's gonna be like, oh, we've got a flat tire or something like lame like that, and then it like cuts back on with like yeah, half of them out of the car, the car like on its side with like the door open, Glenda like sitting in still inside the car, and them all like panicking was so good and not what I was expecting. I was just waiting for it to be like a oh, classic, like overselling it. No, this was so good. <laughs> and the fact that just like these local French people were, like helping them out, and the guy's like, My my neighbor's got a tractor. Do you want me to give her a call? Like, it was just so good. Um, such a high. I mean, I'm upset it happened to them, but like at, at the same time, like they're so like lovable and wholesome that like it was good that it was them because they, they could laugh and like joke about it. Um, but like you said, like Rossi, like the foreshadowing, her being like, hoping I fall in the ditch, and like every second being like, these roads are so narrow, I, I really need to stay on the road. Um, it was just, it was just really good. Such like a highlight of the episode. Yeah, and the fact that it was resolved by like this, like local, who happened in the middle of nowhere, these locals are just hanging out. Um, there was dogs, I guess they were walking on their property or, or, or something like that, or it's just like a local park-ish area. But, like, did they call someone to bring, a, like, a tractor over? Um, and just the visual of, like, this tractor just pulling the truck out. Um, it was great. And then, the, obviously, they have to 
edit it so it's like, oh, they're not out of it yet. Like, only five <laughs> minutes. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, it seemed to be longer, like 35 minutes, like you said, or something like that, Kristen. But Yeah, and they were already, but like, pretty far behind at that point. So that certainly didn't help. Yeah, something that happened throughout the whole episode, it really, like, came into effect at the end. But, like, I think teams just forgot about them. Like, mm. they were still on the thing like still in the race because everyone was like oh we're, we left the challenge in last place like we're we're gonna be out of it um like Aubrey and David at the end are like we're we're fighting for last place here like um I mean yeah not really yes they were <laughs> like they were second to last but like they weren't really fighting like yeah for some reason they just got forgotten about this must have just been a part of their whole day of just being so far behind but it's unfortunate for them. Um, but yeah, their reactions to everything that happened was just so great. Um, and like you said, Kristen, like she said, we fell in the ditch. Anything can happen. Uh, just a great line. The the next challenge that they had to get to, teams got lost in between the, the de- roadblock and the detour. I feel like there was, was there any memorable moments, Jared? Did I, I'm like. I feel like this was the bit, yeah, where people got lost, but this was probably, like, the least they showed of people getting lost. Like, this was just all of a sudden, like, Marcus and Michael, after the debacle of him forgetting his keys, were all of a sudden, like, in first place. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that was really impressive, honestly. mm. Yeah, like, it must have been so much more, like, beyond complicated than we, we really could understand, because they, like, obviously it was edited to make it, like, smoother, but, like, they got there in no time. And they were like yeah. like second last to leave or last to leave like it was it was wild that they they managed to catch up so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Lewis and Michelle were like, "We're gonna be first. We're gonna get there." <laughs> like, uh, nope. Um, but yeah, once teams eventually get there, um, a little bit of leader change. But once teams get there, it's the detour, which is the walnut cracker or the medieval gamer. The walnut cracker is just pick up walnuts, crack them, make like oil or juice or whatever is walnut juice is that a... i think it was oil okay they'll make oil um <laughs> walnut juice. Well, that's what you do for juice know, i'm just picturing you like drinking a glass of it like orange juice well i th- i felt weird saying oil because it's a food you know like well oil is food kind of <laughs> like like olive oil yeah yeah, but you don't just not, like not olive a, juice. A... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, don't know, I think oil is right. You know, lighting it on I clock. think I think it was oil. All right, the, the walnut oil. <laughs> or they had to play like three random like survivor challenges. So. <laughs> they really did not want to chill out a lot of money they just asked for leftover uh, test challenges <laughs> yeah. from survivor like, like i think we've yeah. seen Quite, unquote medieval challenges that nice knights <laughs> used to do to test their skills i'm like there's no way <laughs> i'm like yeah, sorry is... how is this how is this cheese board going to help you in the battlefield <laughs> this is the classic case of like the amazing race is like we're going to be super cultural and like it's the most cliche like thing ever. Like this is like the opinion of like that. They're mm-hmm. like medieval people in the French countryside would do these challenges. Like 
They just were leftover props from like Survivor 34 or whatever season we're on. You're like 34. Oh my god. <laughs> this season, give me a break. Yeah, two of two of these jo- two of these tasks are literally on like half the seasons of Survivor. Like, I don't know what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the uh, for the balancing rocks challenge to show up in the next season of Survivor. Now they've seen it work so well here. It's so stupid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's stupid. Um, the rocks one was really dumb, honestly. <laughs> the way, like when Claire and Derek did it, they just like like okay, put them on, okay, and then like oh that was it. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like oh maybe there's more. Like they did it wrong. Like because there mm-hmm. was like a pause. I was like oh maybe they're supposed to only do one at a time or something. Like. <laughs> I'm trying to explain it too. Like afterwards, like it was really technical and like it was really. You had to like look at the rock sizes and balances. It like this one's heavy, so you put two light ones on that time. Like honestly, like just put them wherever it's gonna balance whatever you do. Yeah, and then even like Glenda and Lumumba, they like did it like a little bit more. Like they took more time doing it, but still, it was like, oh, that was it. And they're like, oh, it's so wobbly. Like, you got to be extra careful. Like, no, they just put them on. <laughs> but, like, this is, like, we're, like, making fun of it. But this is the way more exciting part of the. the oh, for season. sure. Like, oh, harder, uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, like, everyone's just, like, oh, cranking the crank and then, like, smashing it. And they're like, yeah, you're smashing them good. Keep going. You, like, <laughs> the commentary was awful. The challenge was boring. The only good thing was, like when Michael and Marcus got there and they're like, it's a designated walnut grove. And they're like, what is a walnut grove? And it's like, like dodo music of like, just showing the trees. Like that was like the only highlight of the whole thing Mm -hmm. for that side. Like, and then essentially like Derek and Claire deciding that like, we can't overtake in this challenge. Let's try the other one, which worked in their favor. So yeah, when I saw the two challenges, I knew that they would be the couple to take that task. I'm like, they've probably done these challenges before. Like, Derek has probably done stuff like this before on his 72 shows he's done the last year. And, like, I knew I knew that's what they would do. And it made sense. Like, he was exactly right. Like, he has such a, like, mind for these game shows. Like, he knew that the other task would take every single person exactly the same time. So it's like, and also, it's probably low risk because they know they're not in last place. So, like, even if they take longer, even if it doesn't pay off to go to the medieval games, uh, like, they'll still be fine because they're still not in last. So, like, who cares? Yeah, and I don't personally know, like, what their journey for reality TV was, but they could have easily been, like, trying to apply for Survivor or something. Yeah. And, like, been on, like, then they're just like, oh, we'll put you on Big Brother or something like that. And then, yeah. like, oh, we practice kind of challenges at home or like I could easily have seen them practicing not necessarily the, these challenges but just like being ready to do challenges mm-hmm. so like they could have ha- like to have that advantage yeah I mean Derek having gone on Big Brother and the challenge like I assume he has done some kind of puzzles at some point like he's practiced them he has mm-hmm. to either that or they tried out for like medieval school before and it's just part of the rigorous <laughs> training <laughs> to get accepted <laughs> They really had to embody the culture for, for yeah. the performance. They studied uh, endlessly in the, you know, woods of France. Two-month trip out there. Yeah, no phones, I mean, no nothing. Just just playing games. Hey, I'll do it. To be fair, though, they did really well at, like, at the cheese wall. Because I thought they that, did. like, there's no way 
like after like Lewis and Michelle and them like starting that and struggling so much yeah. I'm like, this is like gonna be so difficult like it's so weird having one person like pulling it from the back not being able to see like what they're doing um so I was impressed that like they seemed to get it so easily yeah, I've never seen it like that, that the person pulling on the strings is in, like in the back. And mm. uh, Derek was doing such a good job with it, too. Like the, he was saying, like, pull it left where like on his like his view, that was right. Like he was actually giving her the correct directions for like opposite. Like cause she was like opposite direction from him. Like mm. I thought like he was he, he did that really well, too. Yeah, it, it, it like I thought I was like, oh, no one's going to do this challenge after like Lewis and Michelle. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we're not doing this. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, great. This is going to be a situation where no one does this side of the detour. And we're just watching people crank walnuts for like the next 20 <laughs> minutes. Um, like this is yodeling all over again of like just getting stuck yeah. at this one challenge. Um, but no, I was glad that they like jumped over and like saw the strategy of like, this is just a physical get it done challenge. So we we want to try and get ahead. Yeah. Uh, and it works. Um and they made that one side of the detour actually interesting to watch because <laughs> otherwise we would have gotten none of it. So, uh, But once teams sort of check from here, they have to go to the pit stop, which is like this panorama place. <laughs> and then feels like this beautiful view, except the eliminated <laughs> team will remember it is like the spot they got eliminated <laughs> from, <laughs> um, which is a fun comment. Um, but like this whole part of the episode was, so tense it was everyone was getting lost like the aubrey and david meltdown of it all like every every like minute someone was like no we got to turn around <sighs> like i think that was probably the most quoted line of the episode we got to turn around <laughs> here like do a u-turn or something like that like it was crazy like everyone got lost even the navigators um, michael and marcus had to turn around like it was just all over the place um even though I was like pretty sure Glenda and the Bumber getting eliminated, it still <laughs> mm-hmm. felt so tense of like everyone's lost, everyone's navigating. Like I know it was edited for you know our TV viewing, but like it's still it was just so tense. Like I didn't know what was gonna happen. I was like I felt like anyone could have gotten first at this point. Like it just felt so crazy that no one knew like the best path to take or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Kristen, how'd you feel about this whole kind of end to the episode? I mean, honestly, I was just living for Aubrey and David. Like, I I feel like a lot of the shows I'm watching right now are, like, like there's no drama. There's no villain. Like, Survivor, that's, like, a lot of people's, like, big, biggest complaint is that it's just, like, you know, everybody's just, like, loves each other. And everybody's telling their, like, positive backstories, which, like, I can take a little bit of that. But, like, I want a villain. And, like, not that they're villains, but, like, I need the fighting. Like, I love, I love the couple fighting. I need it living for Aubrey I love her I didn't know her name like three episodes ago but I love her now um yeah I'm I'm living for it the the other thing is like I've been like because I chose Quentin and Maddie as my winners like I've had my eye on them and like they literally don't show them like they disappear for 20 minutes at a time and then like pop at a tap pop up at a task and I don't know if it's because they're like not a bickering couple but like I want to see them I want to see what they're doing and I'm kind of mad about it yeah, it's, like, unfortunate, like, because they seem like just, like, a nice team. They seem like they get along super well. They knew each other for so many years. Yeah, uh, that's probably and, why they're not getting airtime. And, like, the other teams that have that have, like, that sort of, like, you know, Michael and Marcus, they know each other super well. They're super friendly. But, like, they're also, like, 
kind of like those like brother like we're gonna I'm gonna get at you like kind of like energy and they're like brothers that like are ones much older so they didn't grow up together like like doing the same thing and then yeah like then the twin was this was this you guys that talked about this previously I know somebody talked about that that like they just don't know how to edit like friends like they're not doing a good job at editing friends because everybody else has like some something that they can keep focusing focusing on like they um I forget exactly what they talked about but there was like another thing with the um with the twins this week where it was like oh yeah there's this thing that I had that we found it's the exact mm-hmm. same thing for her so they like have these things to focus on with everybody's story where like I feel like Quentin and Maddie they just like don't have anything they're like what are they gonna talk about the Super Bowl ring like again like that's it there's nothing and they're just like not they don't like I want them to start screaming at each other so I can see them like I like them but I don't get to see them yeah, there's unfortunate they just don't have that like edge that the, the mm. editors can like key yeah. in on to like give yeah. a story like yeah yeah the the as a former former cheerleader i'm great at navigating <laughs> confessions aren't coming through <laughs> yeah i, I, I do I don't really see, like them though i don't see them also like being people to like hop on the theme of like mm. whatever like they're not going to yeah. be like as a what like you said yeah like they're not going to like ham it up for the show like they just seem like like we're just here to have fun and like do the race and like win. Like they don't yeah. seem like the yeah. reality TV obsessed like people. Yeah. Um, That's a like, I've been on top of a pyramid before, so I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not really giving us any of that kind of fun stuff. We're Which is for Aubrey and David of all people. <laughs> <laughs> As a mechanic. Um, oh my god, I love them. <laughs> Jared, I know you're waiting to talk about Aubrey and David, so please go. <laughs> this moment was just so good. I just love, like, one, we talked about before, these stupid, like, novelty over-the-top maps that they've given them of, like, the entirety <laughs> of France to navigate this region. <laughs> and then, like, the fighting from, like, the front and the back. Then when, like, when the cheerleaders go past them on this roundabout and they're just like, oh, oh, I'm lost, just keep going, like, round the roundabout. And then, like... You need to communicate better. You need to drive slower. I can't go any slower. Yes, you can. Slower than this? Yes, go slower. And then Aubrey's face when she looks at the camera, I think one of my favourite, like, reality TV things is when people, like, break the fourth wall and do these looks directly to the camera. And, like, the stank face that she gives is just so good. And their argument bickering and him stopping and then getting directions and then her being like, well, don't leave when you don't know where you're going. Like, these people are trying to help. It was just... So good. And I just love the fact, too, like, that she was so, like, vindicated of, like, him, like, getting out and looking at the map and being like, well, like, I've got no idea. This isn't helpful at all. Like, it was no, like, it wasn't a situation where you could switch, like, who was in what position it was going to be any better. It was just, like, this navigation was so hard and just, like, the tension and, like, this whole, like, we need to communicate better. I'm like, well, obviously. Um <laughs> was just so good throughout and I'm just glad that like now I they have like personalities and I just want this every like leg moving forward now because it's it's what Kristen said it's not that they're the villains but we just need some like some drama and some like infighting and this like horrible like like they're being like abusive to one another this is like like just couples like bickering like this is like an okay level that is just like fun to watch and interesting and and gets some like good laughs out of it so I hope that we can continue uh, the navigation drama moving forward and just like this little like bickering and infighting is is just great to see. A crazy like a strategy thing of like earlier in the episode we talked about them following Derek and Claire to the castle or whatever, and they're just like let's just do it let's just do it we don't know where we're going and this time they were like around a few teams and they're like just keep driving no 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 it's this way and like they just <laughs> kept going 
<laughs> like they decided that maybe it's not best to follow the teams. And like, this is the time they really needed to just be with someone. Like mm-hmm. they just were like, so Adam, like, I don't even know if it's like adamant. They were just like in their own world almost. Like they just were like, we got to figure it out on our own. Like mm. it was just, it, it's hard. It's like hard to explain, but they were just so dedicated to doing it alone for some reason. I feel like they got in this so like so much in their own heads as well. Cause there was like a, definitely a point where they're like, that sign's pointing to like Dom. Like that's like, that's the the city that we have to go to. And like, Oh, but no, I don't think that's right. <laughs> like, well, I probably would trust trust the sign pointing to this city rather than like this map that's led you wrong so many times. You know, speaking of all the countless reviews we're getting about this episode of the podcast, um, let's talk about predictions. Oh yes, um, let's. One of us is very excited to talk about it. Um, it. I wonder who does. We got to talk it. about. Unfortunately. Linda and Lubamba, my favorites, yeah, are gone. Um, so now we have to rely on Quentin and Maddie and uh, Aubrey and David to fill up the gap of <laughs> screen time. Um, anyway, Glenn and Lubamba, they finished seventh. I predicted tenth, which uh, I'm ashamed of myself for putting it them them so low. Um, Colin also put tenth. Shame on Colin. Uh, Jared, where did you put the you put them at fifth? What could have been close, but our mm-hmm. uh, resident uh, runaway winner so far, um, four for four. Kristen put them <laughs> dead at seventh. Um, like she gets a fourth point in a row. I should get like more points for actually getting a dead on. Honestly, All right, you're already you need any well points. ahead. You don't need <laughs> like double. Um, and your AI was nowhere, was not well, not nowhere near, but they weren't close. Ninth for your first, and fourth for your other. So they weren't close. So you get another point, putting you at four total points. Well in advance, Jared's closest with two, and I have one. Colin and the AI are, are at zero still. <laughs> That's what he gets like, for never showing up. <laughs> it's punishment. <laughs> it's punishment. <laughs> But you're not showing up that much more. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm here. No, leave you me alone. Up. I'm not. No, no shame. Uh, I'm literally. I'm literally like in the middle of changing jobs right now. Like it's been stressful. Today was my last job. Or my last job. Today was my last. <laughs> job. Today was my Enjoy your retirement. I'm, I'm retired. I'm done. I'm adding. Today was my last day at my job, and just like I'm, I'm stressed. I'm having a a, a time. So. I'm here. Well, we're gr- we're grateful for every minute we get. <laughs> um, just looking ahead at who might be going in six. Um, just I'm, just I'm out here. Six. I know. Uh, it can't be worse <laughs> than mine. I have Rich and Dom at six. Aww. So, um, Colin has Abby and Will. Uh, Jared. Like he can have... still win though, because he's only like two off. Like it's possible. Oh wait, that's not what <laughs> it I meant. Doesn't work that's that not way. <laughs> I'm tired. Listen, Kristen's on retirement time, so <laughs> I'm retired. Nothing counts. Um, Jared, time isn't real. You and Kristen both have Michael and Marcus. Oh no, at six. Mm. Not um, great. They've done so much better than I thought. Like, I mean, obviously, I put them at six, but so much better yeah. than what I thought they'd be like. They're so good. And then your AI has Asta and Nina and Linton and Sharik at six. Yikes. 
Oh. It's not looking good. But we said that Abby and Will weren't were not looking in danger to go, and they left. Mm-hmm. So yeah. We can never be too Anything sure. Anything can Some, happen. Like someone we, can fall we into, fell a ditch. into a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Go like I fell into a ditch. And but... like lost keys. Like it can all happen <laughs> this race. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything can happen. So we never know. We still all have our like top three, top four. Like. Yeah, I have my top four. So. Like we have those like three that repeat in our top three and top four so it's it's still it's tight for those last points so we yeah. it's every point counts at this point um, <laughs> but yeah um i don't know how this is gonna go seeing as Kristen's on retirement time but we have to rate the episode <laughs> um oh, jared no. i'll let you go first Kristen, i'll let you say whatever you want no. jared what do you want i do? am gonna buy this one as much as there was zero suspense at who was going home I just thought the episode itself was was so much fun from like navigation drama to fights to cars in ditches and everything else in between medieval night training games, you know, Um, it was just, I think a well thought out episode and and it just really showed, I mean, like all the cast except for like Quentin and Maddie, like everybody has like a little bit of a moment to to shine and do something fun. So um, I think it was a, yeah, hands down a great episode. Uh, to delay it for Kristen, I will sh- I'll agree with you. Um, I bought last episode, but this was this is just as good. Like this is so much fun. Um, we got a team in a ditch. It's always a good episode. Um, I'm hesitant to ask. Do you have anything you want to share on this <laughs> segment, Kristen? Or I don't want to move pl- on. I I don't want to play. I'll hide in the ditch with with a uh, Gwendolyn Lumumba and call it a day. Okay, that's that's totally valid. Where would you rather be? Yeah, right? I'd rather be hanging with them than rating this episode. I'm going to miss them so much. <laughs> I know. They're the best. Uh, I just look forward to them seeing them at the, the final finale. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for this episode. I had a lot of fun talking about it. It was a great episode and a great podcast. I'm sure we're going to get lots of reviews about how we did. <laughs> Um, Kristen, thank you so much for coming back. We enjoyed every minute of it. Thanks. Jared, great work as always. Thank you. And we'll be back next week, hopefully to talk more about Aubrey and David's meltdowns. and um, <laughs> Maybe we'll see Quentin and Maddie show up on the next episode Ugh. as well. But yeah, we'll see you next time for wherever the hell we're going. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.